She is an ordained minister of the gospel since 1997. She is a, a worshiper, a worship leader, a minstrel for the Lord. She has even, I thought this was so amazing, um, developed a praise and work, worship curriculum for the Northside Methodist Academy in Dalton, Alabama. That's amazing. That is amazing. Where she volunteers and instructs praise and worship classes. Her and her husband are in the ministry. Oh, my God. She is also a playwright. Uh, she's uh, released several uh, CDs and music. Oh, God. She's produced, starred in, wrote everything for an amazing play at the Dothan Opera House. Even this Lord, featuring her original music. She is a doctor, but she uh, is a, a mental health professional. You know, that's my heart. That's my passion. Amen. She is uh, the wife of Apostle Daryl. I think I said it right. Fleming, married 14 years, and she is a licensed professional counselor with a doctorate degree in Christian counseling. I'm going to bring to you right now, and there is so much more. Her bio will be in the event, um, on the event page, Dr. Fleming. Good evening, woman of God. Praise the Lord. For Amen. Jesus. Praise the Lord. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That's the word that comes to mind when I see the things wow. that you have and that you are doing. And it's for the kingdom. It is for the kingdom. Amen. God is good. Amen. Instead of bringing the world in the kingdom, we're bringing the kingdom to the world. I love it. I love it. So, before we get started, I have to ask this question that I ask everyone. Who is Dr. Fleming and what is going on in your world right now? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Um. Dr. Fleming, okay. Um, well, um, as you said, I have my doctorate in Christian counseling, and that's where the doctorate comes from. I am a LPC, a licensed professional counselor. But in December of 2015, God literally called me to himself. He called me out of the field uh, well, from my job that I was at. I, I was a director at a local mental health facility here in Dothan, Alabama for um 18 years. I've been in the mental health field for 20 years, but I worked for that company for 18 years. And um, God literally called me to himself um, to bring me what I call into beautiful oneness, into alignment um, in spirit, soul, and body. And, you know, you can be in the Lord and and working for the Lord and doing the things of the Lord. Um, But God literally in 2015 just wanted to fine tune um, some things in my life, fine tune my purpose and, and for me to activate and put my hands on those things that he had called me to. So um, since 2015, I have what literally 2016, 2017, because it was December 2015 when I resigned um, I have completed my um, gospel EP, so I'm, I'm currently pushing that album. And um, God also called me to write my testimony, 
And um, so I am currently in the process of getting my book published. But my baby is, um, I believe I am called to women. I believe this is my purpose, um, to bring healing, to bring deliverance to women, to cultivate relationships, um, and to share my testimony and to help other women come through what God has already brought me through. So I started my I Am Whole um, Spiritual Healing Clinic online. And um this same healing clinic also offers conferences, also offers um, individual counseling sessions and um, seminars. And so I'm just excited about what God is doing in that area. And I haven't given up writing my plays and everything. I have one in process, but waiting on God to say finish it. <laughs> release what he has my hand into so much at this time. Um, but I'm just grateful to God to just, you know, uh, to be honored, you know, by God to be used by him, to be chosen for him at a time such as this. So I'm, I'm just grateful for the things that he's called me to. So, and my, as you said, my husband and I are founders of One Voice Ministries Incorporated here in um, Dothan, Alabama. And we are really, we have a passion for leadership. We're called to leadership. And we had a, um, a international ministry where, where we went out, evangelistic ministry where we went out a lot. But God called my husband to pastor this past three years. Um, he does flow in, a, um, in the apostolic anointing, but I believe God called him to pastor um, just to serve that gift, take the edge off the apostolic anointing and um, so that we can you know, learn more how to develop God's people and how to shepherd God's people. You know, the apostle and the prophet, they go into town, and they hit them, bang, then the pastor's left with um, <laughs> developing that word, that seed that was planted in them. So um, God called us to that. So we're also doing the ministry as well. So just all things God, all things God is what's going on with Dr. Fleming right now. <laughs> Amen. 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 So uh, many of the women that um, we minister to here at No More Broken Sisters are at a place in their life where they cannot see past their current circumstances. They may have been given prophecies on what they would do, maybe being told all their life what they would do, but a lot of them are at a place where they cannot seem to see above or get beyond the circumstances, the pain, the heartache, the rejection, the past, whatever it is. So one thing we mm-hmm. like to do, you're totally comfortable with it. Take us back a little bit and tell us uh, some of the, maybe a personal struggle, an issue growing up, a challenge. Because see, they see you doing all these great things now, but they don't know your story. And I don't know anyone who's anything that doesn't have a story that has some pain, some heartache in it that could have stopped them, but yet they pressed on. So if you would. In your own way, just share a struggle or two that you've experienced. So they'll know that, yes, you are there now, but you have a story that may not be far from their own. Amen, amen. Um, right. You know, a lot of people see you, the glory of God on your life, but they definitely don't know your story. And um, I, as I'm writing my book, um, I, I let some friends of mine, um, you know, read some excerpts from it, and they were like, oh, my God, I would have no clue that all of this mm-hmm. has happened to you. 
And a lot of times, you know, we don't tell the whole story, you know, what God has done in our lives. Mm -hmm. And when we go to church, you know, we thank God who's the head of my life, you know, who brought me out. But we're we're, we're afraid to really say what God brought us out of. And Mm -hmm. that's what the person that's sitting back there on the back pew, they really need to know what God has brought you out of. They need to know how big your God is, if he can deliver you, deliver them mm-hmm. from what he delivered you from. And so yeah. God began to deal with me, and he said, I cannot heal what's concealed. And um, and I started, I started saying to myself that re- it's something we say in psychology, a word called repression. It means like when you when you just put it to the back of your mind and you, or you mm-hmm. file it away, file it away in a compartment of your heart. Repression is death, but expression is life. So when you begin to tell your testimony, when you begin to go forth and tell of his marvelous deeds, Psalms 96 and 3 says, declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. When you begin to tell of the goodness of the Lord and what God has brought you out of, man, I'm telling you, it brings healing, it brings deliverance, and when God called me in 2015 to himself, I remember just meditating on about the ten lepers and how they were healed, and then, you know, only one turned around and said, thank you, Jesus. So when mm-hmm. you begin to um, express gratitude, that brings wholeness, and that's what my clinic is all about, you know, coming into wholeness, when you begin to express gratitude. But you can't express gratitude if you're not willing to say, hey, this happened to me. <laughs> You know, I've been mm-hmm. through this. And so um, I know God as a um, as a healer, as a provider. Um, mm-hmm. I know God as a, a mind regulator. I'm telling you, um, I don't even know where to start, sis, because it's so much. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, in my childhood, I, I suffered childhood sexual abuse. Um, and then I grew up in a, a really prejudiced town where I went through racism and discrimination. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know God, and, I, you know, I'm just tapping on the surface of all these things, but I know God um, at the age of 23 before I even got married. Um, the doctors took x-rays and told me I had cancer. And I had just gotten saved then, and I called some spiritual mothers that I knew, and we went into prayer. And when I went uh-huh. back, um, they took another x-ray, and they was like, wait a minute, there was cancer here, and now it's gone. Where's the cancer? Uh-huh. And they're looking, uh-huh. they're looking at both x-rays, and the cancer is gone. They're, you know, no, I wear, I wear a lot of weed, but I ain't had no chemo. I don't have no hair at <laughs> all. God brought me through that. Um, and not only through that time, I knew, I know God is a healer, I um at one point in my marriage, I had an issue of blood, just like uh, the woman with the issue of blood in in, um, in the Bible. And uh, I was bleeding for several months. And um, as they said, the woman had spent all her money. Well, I had went to several doctors um, trying to figure out what was wrong, why, why I was bleeding, why they couldn't stop it. Um, if, you know, women on the line, they know, they may know that they give you this um, medication called Provera that's supposed to stop bleeding, you know, for those that have irregular bleeding. But mine didn't stop. And um, 
I had a friend from Atlanta, Prophetess Rachel Miller. She was preaching in Florida, and she said, um, I, I need you to come to Florida and help me minister in this small town where I'm going, and I, I need you to help me. And so I said, okay, well, I'll meet you over in Florida and, and, um, and help you. And so we were in a, uh, a church, and it was a little small country church, and they had, you know, the microphone where you have to hold the cord as it moves uh, because they mm-hmm. have the wireless mic. And she was preaching. She did not know that I was going through this, but she was preaching on the woman with the issue of blood. And I was following behind her with that microphone cord. And before I knew it, I was on the floor saying, God, please heal me, God, heal me. And I just began to cry out to God. I just began to cry out to God. And sis, let me tell you, that issue of blood was dried up, and it never returned. I had regular cycles um, after that. So I know God as a miracle, as a healer. You know, I know him, um, you know, through um, my marriages. I've lost um, a couple of babies. And no doctor is telling me that I can't have a child, but for some reason I have not been able to carry a child to term. So those were situations where I knew that I almost lost my mind because it, it was a painful, painful situation. Um, and not understanding, like, God, there are people here, out here, that don't even want babies. And, uh-huh. you know, and here I am, I want a baby, and I've lost two babies. So, you know, what's the deal, God? <laughs> So it's that it's that point where you're like trusting God and you're and you're saying, Now, Dad, I don't understand this. You're gonna have to help me to understand uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. So um, I've been through that and I've, I I know God to be a mind regulator. I know Him to bring you peace. And it and it all starts. Um, and there are other things that God has brought me through, but it all starts with surrender. And I know we say that word like just with ease, like it's like it's nothing. Um, and, and, you know, it's like a cliche now. We just lift your hands and surrender to God. Um, but total surrender, coming into complete agreement and alignment with God's word and who He says you are. Complete agreement with His word, knowing and trusting that He said, "My thoughts toward you." Or for not for harm, but to prosper you, to uh-huh. bring you to an expected end, to totally believe in that and stand on his word. When you surrender in, in that sense, that's when I began to experience gratitude, just saying, God, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I thank you, Father, because I know this is working together for my good. It, because you got my best. Uh-huh. I trust you. I've totally surrendered my life to you. My life is not my own. You're in complete control. So I trust you in this knowing that you're going to bring me out. And um, and recently, one, one, a couple of songs on my album, one is called Through It All. It's where I was talking about, you know, going through all these different things, and we have to realize that God is there. His love is everlasting toward us, that he never leaves us nor forsake us. Through everything that we're going through, God is there. And so when you have that perfect understanding of that perfect love, it casts out all fear. No matter Uh what the situation is from the past, you know, 
because women, we overthink. We're always thinking in the future or we're either thinking in the past. You know, we never stop and embrace the yeah. now. And so mm-hmm. when we understand that that perfect love casts out all fear, fear of the, fear of the unknown of the future, you know, we can, we can just begin to walk in that wholeness that God has for us, that peace, and, and, and let it be perpetual. I'm having uh-huh. my um, prophetic conference December, the first weekend in December, and one of the theme that I want to have is perpetual, perpetual power. I mean, just to stay in the spirit. Just stay in that power. Stay in that place that God has prepared for us. Because so many times we bring ourselves out of that place by our thoughts uh-huh. and how we perceive things and not truly being in oneness, keeping God outside of us. But he's in us. And, and we need to stay in that alignment and stay in that oneness so that we can flow. We can flow in the things of God. It's not hard. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. So we can flow, flow. Women uh-huh. flow. <laughs> you know, I hear a yeah. lot of women say, "I'm hustling, I'm getting my grind on." And I, people that know me say, know that I always say that. You know, those words they make me tired. I mean, when I even hear them. Yeah. But for women, we're uh-huh. the flow. We're the flow in the Holy Spirit. There's a walk in the Spirit. It's not a hustle. It's not a grind. It's not a run. It's a flow, flow in the oh, Holy wow. Ghost. So. That's you know that's where I am and um you know I I hope that um when the book comes out it'll you know tell in because it'll take forever to try to tell <laughs> my story on on this line tonight because it's so much um but I'm hoping that my book will be a blessing to women um to let them know that God can bring you out of anything I don't care what yes. it is old mindsets. Uh-huh. I talked about, you know, even when we have victory in things, God can bring us out over and over again, and we can have, uh, you know, victory. But because we have those same mindsets, we may find ourselves in that same situation again. God can deliver you from debt, and then you can turn around and get yourself back in debt again. You know, and there's so much. You know, um, God can deliver you from a bad relationship and you turn around and get attract the same type of people in your life, same type of toxic people, mm-hmm. same old, same old stories, even though you're getting victory in it. So what I talked about was there comes a point in our lives where we cry out to God and, and we say, God, I'm going to totally surrender to you, and we cry out for deliverance because deliverance is when – God's power come in and totally stops, ceases, eradicates the thing, the power of the thing that has you bound to where you don't go back to it. It doesn't happen again. It's Mm -hmm. totally eradicated from your life. And that's deliverance. And this is where I feel like God has has gotten me to this point. He's gotten rid of the old stories, the the old mindsets, you know, Um, everything, all the hindrances that kept me getting into those same situations and same mindset so um so that I could be free and free indeed. Yes. You touched it. You touched it. Um 
that I that was the question that I had. You know, what what is that difference when you just go time and time again and you really think that you're surrendering, you really just pouring out your heart to God and then you find yourself back again. I mean, sometimes that could be such a hopeless place or at least feel like such a hopeless place that you want to be free, you want to change, but you just find yourself right back there again. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we when we pray, when we, we're in communion and fellowship with God, we need to, we pray, but we also need to listen. And so mm-hmm. when we ask God, you know, to deliver us, when we ask God, God, what's next? What do I need to do? Oh, what 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 are you trying to do in my life? What's in my heart that needs to come out? You know, we need to ask God those questions like, why am I finding myself in the same situation over and over again? Because He's mm-hmm. He's ready to give us the answers because He wants us to be in that place that He's prepared for us. He wants us to be in oneness with Him, in alignment, which is just a a word that means agreement, agreement with His mm-hmm. word, and so. If we, you know, seek God, he said, they that thirst and hunger after him shall be filled. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when we seek him with our whole heart, so that surrender comes in, with our whole heart, mm-hmm. mind, soul, and strength, when we seek him, the answers will come. The answers will come. Because God God doesn't want us to be stuck. He wants us to go forward into the things that he has for our lives, and he has a purpose. He has a plan for our lives, and he wants us to move forward. And a lot of times um, it takes embracing your truth. Look, God, <laughs> you know, I, I keep messing this up. <laughs> I need you to give mm-hmm. me answers. I need to know what's in me, you know, what's in my heart, God, is that I keep making these same mistakes yep. over and over again. And really mean it. I mean, and, uh-huh. and and embrace and tell yourself the hard truth. You know, you got to tell yourself the hard truth and embrace whatever uh-huh. God says and totally surrender to his word. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. Uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, when did you really get to that place where you realized this is my purpose, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this done, no matter who's with me, no matter what happens. When did you, when did that happen for you? How did it? Happen? You know, okay. Um, when I resigned from my job, when God called me to Himself, it, it, it was it, it was really. I tell people it's the best time and the worst time of my life right now. I, I feel so close to God, um, but it is a faith walk. And um, but when he called me to himself, he really began to fine tune. I used to, so I was ministering to um, my women's gathering, and I, I heard it coming out of my mouth a lot that God is going to fine tune some things in our lives. We're going to have optimum reception. What you know, we can clearly hear from God what He's saying. I mean, we're going to be so clear. We're going to have clarity, and it began to come out of my mouth, and I knew that the Holy Spirit was then drawing me um, to God and really um, fine-tuning areas in my life because all of us as leaders, we can be going forth in ministry and um, doing the things of God, but we should never stop growing. 
We should never stop growing. I, you know, I hate to talk to leaders and you say, what has God done in your life or what is he doing in your life? And they don't have an answer. All they have is revelation or, or you know, they have a word for somebody else. <laughs> but God ain't doing nothing mm-hmm. in your life. Nothing. <laughs> Amen. He said, give, yeah, he said, give us this day our daily bread. We should be daily growing. And so when yeah. God called me to himself, um, he just began to fine-tune a lot of areas in my life and, and bring clarity and um, just in fast and in prayer and just like totally surrendering to God, I just began to receive clarity of, of my purpose and what I'm called uh-huh. to do. And he's still, he's yet, he's yet making it uh, fulfilling the purpose. He, he's yet making, giving me the total picture. But um, as he leaves me, I, I'm putting my hands to what he's telling me to do. And, and I really feel in my spirit that it's not all, that there's, there's more that God is doing. But, you know, at each, he gives every man a measure, <laughs> a measure uh-huh. of faith. So it, every round goes higher and higher. You know, we go to deeper depths and higher heights. So as I um, totally surrender to what he want to do right now in this moment, and I embrace it. Then he gives me a little bit more. You know, it's like feeding a baby. <laughs> okay, you start mm-hmm. out with a with a baby food, and the more you can tolerate, you know, the more he gives you. You know, your parents yeah. give you, and so that's where I feel I am. That you know, I'm embracing what God is doing right now because we can. You know, even with the album and my producers and stuff, and they, they're thinking in the future, way in the future, you know. And I'm like, listen, I'm focusing on right now. I'm embracing what God is doing in my life right now. And I'm telling you, if I just do that, I'm going to walk into whatever God wants to do. You know, I don't have to overthink and be so ahead in the future. I just trust God, you know, trust my future and put it in God's hands. So I said, and then... I trust God's plan for my life because if it never goes anywhere, if it never get on the billboard charts or go to the nations or whatever, I was obedient and I did it. And yeah. I, I feel that that's success. I did it. I obeyed. God told me to do it. I obeyed him and it's done. I feel successful just in that. So um, yeah. I try to embrace yeah. the here and now. <laughs> You, you're right there on and I have this question I want to interject right there. And this is my belief, and you feel free to agree or disagree. I believe right now, and I know as a culture, we uh, you're a person that has gotten your education, you've taken it, you know, to the top. But there are so many people that are just not created to do that, just not going to do that. But we are in an era where that has we have an even playing field now. Because there is just mm-hmm. as many people that haven't gotten that degree, but through entrepreneurship and this, what I call this even playing field, now can have a chance to do great things that don't necessarily have to be working for a corporation for 30, 40 years, or that type of thing. But I believe that's Absolutely. also a way for the enemy to enter in and to have the people of God trying to do so much and go do this and do that and do that to where it's so distracted that we don't even realize that we're pulling away from God, that we have to be, like you said, be careful not to go too far ahead. What's your take on that? I absolutely agree. Um, 
It is an mm-hmm. even playing field with God. There's no little eyes, big U's, as they said, mm-hmm. you know. God has no respect of person. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter um, how many degrees you have or how many letters you have behind your name or even how many spiritual activities you do. A lot of people uh, feel like, well, if I put on 12 events, you know, in six months, I'm doing good, you know. It, mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. What matters is our obedience to God. And, and as we – God has a plan for our lives. So that plan yeah. is going to unfold no matter what. No matter what, if we yield and surrender and obey God, yeah. that plan is going to unfold. So it's not about degrees. It's not about titles. It's about obedience, you know. So um, I feel if even if I didn't have my degrees or, or you know, any titles behind my name, I would still be in this place at this time, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. God, God, God doesn't need all that, <laughs> You know, he That's allows right. that. You know, he allows things in his permissive will. You want to go to school, babe? Okay, go. <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we don't need any of that to fulfill his plan. You know, he he doesn't work within our system. We're we're in his kingdom. Okay. Yeah, we in his order. He has an order. Wow, Amen. I love so it. I just I'm encourage. Yes. Yes, I'm typing that up right now because I think that's so amazing what you just said. You have to bring it home. First of all, whatever you do, to the grace of by the grace of God, whatever it is, it's not about you. Don't mm-hmm. you, you know we, but whatever it is, all of that stuff is fine and good. But what really matters is your obedience to God and His will for your life. Oh my God, Amen. 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 Wow. So in that. I have a question here that um, I, I do ask, and I want to know, what do you do when you, because you're human, you're all human, when you feel like you're getting overwhelmed or when things aren't working the way? I mean, whatever comes in to cause, you know, things to not be as sure as they were, or, you know, what do you do in those times? Well, the Word of God says this kind comes by mm-hmm. fasting and prayer, <laughs> and there's mm-hmm. nothing that accelerates um, breakthrough and clarity like fasting, like just getting before God and and saying, God, what yes. what what what's going on, God? What's my next move? What's next, God? What should I be doing? Who should I be talking to? You know, what idea is trying to emerge through me? What gift is trying to come? How are you trying to express yourself through me? You know, because it got people don't know that divinity, God Himself, mm-hmm. is trying to express Himself through you. You know, He's in you, and He wants to express Himself through you. Because anything that you do in the name of the Lord, that's God trying to express Himself through you. Yeah. And so, there's nothing like you know fasting and praying to to bring that clarity and that breakthrough that you that you need when you feel overwhelmed. And I, you know, I felt overwhelmed. <laughs> I've been there. Mm-hmm. And um, you just have to stop. And a lot of times I find that, like we said, as leaders, we can get into those spiritual activities, supporting everybody, going here and there, here and there, here and there. And, you know, we get busy like Martha, and we forget to sit at his feet. And so, mm-hmm. like the old people used to say, the trouble comes when you can get on your knees and pray <laughs> as God calls yes, you. 
Uh, mm-hmm, we wouldn't pray mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if we didn't get in no trouble, as the old people say. So, oh, no. uh, you know, a lot of times it's just um, God calling you to him when we're, when we're feeling overwhelmed, you know. We just, we just need to stop. Be still mm-hmm. and know that he yes. is God. Just be still, yes. you know, and um, hear God. And and nothing accelerates that. Again, I'll say as as fasting does, you know, when when you're feeling overwhelmed and you need answers, um, because the Holy Spirit is right there. Um, I was mm-hmm. talking um, on our Bible study line one night, and we were talking about when we get to that place where we, we start saying, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Well, if we have the Holy Spirit in us, the Bible says we have an unction from the Holy One, and we know all things. So how is it that we're saying, I don't know, I don't know? So that means we, you know, we need to get to a place of surrender and pray and fast and so that we can hear God. And it's possible, and, and this is my endeavor, this is my desire, sis, this is my heart, it is possible for us to be in perpetual power, to be in the spirit, to constantly be in right standing and fellowship and, and with the Lord um, because he's in us. He, and if we're one with him, if we're one, the context of our life is, is that we live and move and have our being in him. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see things the way God sees it. We're going to feel the same way. He feels about things. We, we, you know, we're gonna see ourselves as He sees us. We, go, we're gonna think the way He thinks, and our desires are gonna be His desires. And so, when we get to that place, it's like we're we're in total oneness with Him. We're we're, we're in alignment with Him, and and then mm-hmm. we we can walk in perpetual power and fellowship with God. I, I just that's just my heart desire. You know, I, I'm like, God, I'm, I'm tired of the excuses. You you don't do a half job. You don't do a half job. You know, we're not perfect, blah, blah, blah. You know, God, you don't do a half job. When you came in, I mean, all of you came in, and, and, you, and I became a new creation. Old things have passed away. There's no way yeah. that I can make mistakes, you know, how I'm making mistakes or sinning, you know, the Bible says it's possible that we can yeah. that we can have this, that we can walk in the spirit, that we not fulfill the lust of the flesh, that we can bring down strongholds, that we can renew our mind and have the mind of Christ. Yes, yes. amen. Wow. And so I, I really, that's my desire that you know to 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 continually walk up right before the Lord and be in total surrender to Him. And stop making excuses. Because if I say I can't do it, oh, of course you can't. But, but but remember your context. Your context is that you're living and you're moving and you having your being in him. You're in him. He's in you. If you abide in him, he abide in you. <laughs> right? Yeah. In habitation with God, you know, it's not you. It's him. It's, he says not I. But Christ in me, the hope of glory. Mm-hmm. And so when we can move into that place where we want to be in one with, oneness with God, to continually walk in upright, it, it, again, it takes total surrender, though. Total surrender. Total. Amen. Amen. I have a young lady on the line who actually has Praise a God. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. Let me bring her in. Hello, hello. Uh, you have a question for Dr. Fleming? Yes, I do. Okay, okay. Her name is Veronica. Go ahead. Okay, my name is Veronica. I have a full question. Now, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, for me, it's like, it's like I'm, I still want more of God. How can I get that? But I, yeah, I feel as like if I need more of him. Although I do go to church every Sunday. She wants to know how to get more of God. Uh, she's going to church, okay. you know. She, I go every Sunday. She wants Sunday. to know more. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. I was. She was going in and out, breaking up. Okay. Yeah, so she wants talking. to know how. Yeah. Thank you. Um, she wants to know how to get. And see, and that is exactly what we've been taught in the church, you know, that I need this little emoji, that I need more of him. And when you change your mindset, when you change your mindset that God is already in you, you don't need more of him. All of him is already in you. What, what, you're, what you're trying to do is learn how to yield to what's in you, yield more to what's in you. And it goes back to that surrender. When you when you fast before God and you say, God, I want to know how to yield to the Holy Spirit. You remember how in the Bible the Holy the the Bible says, mm-hmm. you stiff neck people, you always resist the Holy Ghost. We we mm-hmm. have to yield yield. He's there in your heart knocking. You know, he's saying, okay, go this way, go left, go right. But a lot of times we don't we don't know the voice of God and we don't know how to yield to the Holy Spirit. So you don't need more of Him, but we but you need to um, fast and pray to understand how to surrender and yield to what's already in you, sis. What's already in you. Amen. And so when you hey. when you begin to change your mindset that God is in you, that He's not outside of you, He's in you. Okay, thank you. Amen. That was a good question. Thank you, Dr. Fleming, for that answer. That is amazing. That really answers some things as well. Because you know what? And some things I have to admit, some things we say are just things that we hear. We don't even know if we believe it. We just heard it. I'm guilty of saying Mm -hmm. more. I want more. So that's a great revelation to realize it's not wanting more. I want to get out of the way more. <laughs> I want to yield more. I want to spend more. So that is good. I love that answer. I love it. I love and it. And I, I, re- I, I really feel like um, what was Sister Veronica? Was that her name? Sister Veronica? Yes, that's her name. Okay, okay. Um, I really feel like, um, Sister, that you're in a place where you're you're feeling um not satisfied. You 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 you're you're hungry. You're hungry for God. God has been stirring up gifts in you. You have gifts in you that God is stirring up. And so you're hungry for God and God God is wanting to open your eyes because the gifts that He's given you, you can't go forward in those gifts if your eyes are not open, if you're not illuminated by the Holy Spirit, if you're not enlightened by the Word of God, because you're gonna need the word 
um, to back you up because I see a gift of warfare um, in intercessory prayer. Um, God is calling you to intercessory prayer. You're gonna, he's going to open your eyes. It's like you're going to begin to see angels of light, angels of light. God is, God is going to allow you to see and expose um, the enemy, angels of light. So he's wanting you to yield more to the Holy Spirit because of the call of God that's on your life to go into warfare. And so you're going to have to be able to obey God at the drop of a dime because of the warfare that you're about to enter. Amen. Amen. That is wonderful. That's right on point. Amen. But uh, at this time, what I want you to just, whatever God lays on your heart, for anybody who's listening, to just a little word of encouragement before we uh, bring this um, podcast to a close. It's from your heart today. Okay. Um, I, You know, for anybody that's listening to women on the line, I really want you to know that God loves you and you are enough. If, if, if I don't say anything else to you tonight, I want you to know that you are enough. Mm-hmm. You know, women, a lot of times we feel like we don't measure up. And, you know, every day it's on the TV there's competition and, 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 and how you look and how big you are, how small you are. It's just competition all the time. You know, they even in church now, they got the church flow and church swag and, you know, everybody's doing this and that. But I, I just mm-hmm. want to encourage you to let you know that God loves you. He fearfully and wonderfully made you, and you are enough. And I encourage you to see yourself, see yourself as the Father sees you, see yourself through his eyes. And know who you are in him. Embrace that. You know, when you begin to embrace your truths and your hard truths, submit it to the feet of Jesus, and then begin to see yourself as the Father sees you. And I believe when we get to that place, when you know the purpose and plan and his thoughts towards you, you'll begin to hunger for him and desire to to surrender and become whole. And then out of that, it changes your whole story. You know, with my book, I was saying that um, I actually been writing that book for like 20 years. And every time, every time I pick it up, it would be so painful. I couldn't finish writing, writing it. And then, so I put it down for five or six years and I pick it back up. And what I found out was, is that um, every time I picked the book up in those times, I was a victim. And I didn't see myself as the father sees me. But when I picked the book back up this last time, I came from a new perception. I changed, this is my story. I changed the perception on it that I am a survivor. I'm, I am victorious. I am an overcomer. And I began to come in agreement with God's word and how he sees me, that I'm a survivor. I'm an overcomer. I am not a victim. I am victorious. And then I could finish my story. Then I could finish the story. So I just want to encourage you women to let you know that you are overcome. You're a survivor. I don't care what you've been through, big or small, you know, all of it's significant to me. A lot of people have 
Say, I, I ain't been through all this. I got a little testimony. I ain't no little testimony. God brought you out, honey. That's deep. <laughs> and Man. so no matter what you've been through, you know, in your past, no matter how it's labeled, ugly, big, small, however you want to label it, you know, you are a victorious overcomer. You are an overcomer. You are a survivor. And God loves you so much, and he has a plan for your life. Okay. Um, I am on Facebook as Tarama, T-A-R-A-M-A, Lachey Fleming. Um, I also have, a, a, for lack of a better phrase, a professional page, Dr. Um, Tarama Lachey Fleming on Facebook. Um, so you could, and um, my email, well, I have to, well, I'll just give you this one. It's Dr. Tarmel Fleming at gmail.com. So just remember my name at gmail.com um, is my mm-hmm. email address. Mm-hmm. Amen. Do you have any events coming up soon that you'd like to, talk, uh, to mention tonight before we end? Uh, I do want um, on October the 21st, I am having a teleconference, free teleconference conference called uh it's called sacred shedding and it's about how you let how to let go of of all the same old stories and um um, the issues the trauma the hurt and abuse from our lives um and how to prepare ourselves for the season shift that god is getting ready to do in our life we have to shed leaves this is the autumn season this is the time where you see leaves falling off the trees and Mm -hmm. and so god gave me a, a, a word that this is our season to shed leaves, to prepare for our season shift. So that'll, that'll be October the 21st, and that's going to be at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. And um, also I, I'm preparing for, um, I have an annual prophetic conference here in Dothan, Alabama, called Let the River Flow Prophetic Conference. So mm. I'm constantly in prayer for that um, to get all the agenda and speakers together for that, and um, that'll be the first weekend in December. Amen, amen. We're gonna have to come over to Dothan. That's not yeah. happening. Amen, amen. Well, we definitely thank you for coming on and sharing your story, your wisdom, and with us on tonight. And uh, we speak blessings upon you, your family, your ministry, and every endeavor that you ever will even be a part of. Hallelujah. At this time, if you would pray us out of this podcast tonight. Amen. Father God, we just thank you for your grace and mercy, God. I thank you for Sister Ramonda, God. I thank you for her obedience, God, and and what she's doing for the body of Christ, um, bringing forth um, the word and bringing forth encouragement to women in the body of Christ, Lord, God. I just thank you for her ministry, God. I thank you for her home, God. Um, I I thank you for her giving spirit, her generous spirit, God, even in, in the things that she does in her life and has done and decisions she's made in her life. It has come from a place. Of, of giving, of generosity, God. And I, I just thank you, Lord God, for her. I thank you for her spirit, God. I, I thank you, Lord, for laying me on her heart, God. And I pray, God, that you would continue, God, just to 
to lay me on her heart, God, that she would pray, God, I thank you for this strong intercession on her life, Lord God, that she prays for the people of God, and I'm so grateful for that. God, I thank you for this podcast tonight, Lord God. I pray that something was said, God, that the word will fall on good ground, and it will produce some 30, 60, 100-fold, Lord God. I thank you for Sister Veronica, God, who's just hungry for you, God, and wants to know how to yield more to you, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you just begin to reveal yourself to her, God, like never before. Speak to her ever so clearly, God, your plan and your purpose for her life, Lord. God, the gifts that you placed on the inside of her, God, the gifts that you want to um, emerge through her, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, that she will find clarity, that she will find peace and comfort in Jesus' name, Lord God. And all of the women, God, and anybody that was on the line, on the podcast tonight, God, or, or that may hear it later, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would give us all a heart to want to be able to walk in continual fellowship with you, God, to totally surrender to you, God, to be in agreement with your word on how you see us and how you see the world, God. And I just, I'm grateful, God. I'm just so grateful, Lord, God, for we realize, God, that, that you don't have to wake us up, that, we, that without you, we're nobody. We're nobody, God. Mm. It is you. It is you, God. It's all about you, God, and we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He and service, but most of all, a lot of God has asked you to your Father to make you whole. God bless you, and we'll be back here next week at the same time. Yeah.